In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Where's Super Mario and all this? Is Mario do? Mario is right Mario over here. Oh, let's see. Now, can you do Mario? Yeah. And what are these? Uh, these are like 3D glasses here. What well, actually, that? Mario is here on the screen. Uh huh. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games, hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Daslow, and with me, as always... Ben Vanell here. I uh, don't have it on at the moment, but today we put on our little press hats. Yeah. And we got ourselves some scoops. Yeah, mm-hmm. we went and saw that big body of King Kong that had fallen down yeah. in there. Taking <laughs> a <little> flash <laughs> photography. Yeah. <laughs> the press running up to that being like... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a story here, boys. King Kong's PR. What do you PR. call this big monkey? <laughs> King Kong's PR person coming over and making you I'm sign an embargo. Yeah. Not allowed to talk about the dead ape until <laughs> yeah. midnight on Wednesday. You aren't allowed to mention the fur, but you can talk about that he's generally brown. Yes. Mm. Um, well, yeah, we went and saw a little video game mm-hmm. from the fine people. We went to Mario's house. Yes. Yep. And... Uh, he showed us his game. <laughs> Super, we played a bit of Super Mario Wonder. Today. Yeah. Yeah, we got invited by Nintendo out to their headquarters. Yeah, in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Beautiful scores, B. <laughs> Australia's most uh, undepressing. <laughs> mm, yep. Uh, you went to Hungry Jack's Knox? Yeah, I went to a um, Servo Hungry Jack's, yeah. no less. Yep. Not my. I, I wasn't hungry after, to be fair. It wasn't your cup of tea. No, and I asked for a cup of tea and they said, we're a burger shop. And mm. I went, okay, mm. so fucking mince one up or, you know, blend it. Yeah. yeah. Dip it in a water. I don't know. Dry, it, dry out the leaves. I'm not going to tell you how to cook it. I'm just demanding what you make me. Mm. Well, but this was a Hungry Jack's next to the service station, so I'm surprised I didn't go, why don't you just fucking go over there and get yourself a little bag of Lipton? They might have oh. said that. I was screaming too loud to be able to hear them. <laughs> yeah, Because yeah, they're yeah. out of the Szechuan yeah. sauce. <laughs> <laughs> people kept calling me a Karen, which I think is young people for cool. Yeah, it yeah. is. It, no, it, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you, just was reading that. You yeah. had him real rizzed up. <laughs> uh, yeah, fleek man. But um, I, something that is not mid is Super Mario Brothers yeah, Wonder. We played yeah. little pieces and patches of it. It was sort of like a guided demo that we got to play. A lot of it in like four player yes. mode, which was too hectic for me to be able to track. Is mm-hmm. that why you were so bad at it? That's why we were also bad at it. Um, it yeah, it just like uh, it's it's cool that it's in there. But those the multiplayer Mario in the new Super Mario Brothers one has never been for me. Either. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's like a family thing, right? Like, Absolutely. You have your kids because you you almost can't die, basically. And those Yoshi's literally can't. Yes. yes. The Yoshi's and the Nabbit were were there to uh, be the the sort of easy mode for little kids you want not yeah. wrecking your shit. It is cool that they uh, in the new Super Mario Brothers ones you could like you can pick up characters and chuck them around, which ends up get, making it even more chaotic. So I right. like the fact that that is gone. It does seem like you could, if you had four people or... I think it'd be fun with two. Mm. Four ends yeah. up being pretty hectic, but it does seem like it would be 
easier or like more enjoyable to actually like play through the levels with other people and not just like people throwing each other off cliffs and stuff. Yeah, like it you won't don't deteriorate into that as quickly. You yeah. don't bonk each other on the head if you ju- you're just not you're passing through each other. Yes. Yep. Um but yeah, it's cool that it's in there. It's like you can swap and all of that. But um the I came away from this so I but partly because of new Super Mario Brothers and me never being into that splinter of the Mario family tree. Mm-hmm. You're um, more of a Raphael guy. Uh, yeah, dude, Splinter's like the authority figure. Of course I hate him. I like Raphael, who's like, dude, fuck you, rat. Yeah. I'm the cool one, but rude. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this felt a lot more like the 3D world right. Splinter of the family tree branch. Mm-hmm. Might be the more traditional word. Yeah, it's only splintering if you're fucking breaking it. Tiny little trees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's a tree for ants. So obviously, yeah, 2D, like the new ones, which is why I was like, oh, these are like the new ones. But a lot more visually looks fucking great. Looks yeah. so good. Looks yeah. so good. Really pops. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the clean, crisp, colourful look. Of that game is really nice to watch in motion. Yeah, yeah, it has a bit more. I saw some other previews where they said that this feels more like it could have been like the direct sequel to Super Mario World. Like right. it feels like mm. Super Mario Brothers Five mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Kind which of. I kind of agree. It does feel like. Yeah, I agree with you that the new ones always felt like they were there. They didn't. They were kind of fun, but they just weren't. They didn't have that same level of like. Charm and silliness they and creativity were, to them that each iterative one did for a bit. It's that. It's the creativity part where I felt like those new ones, they were fine. Like yeah, yeah I really liked them. and b- Mainly because I really like 2D platformers. Yeah. And they're very stripped back, like uh, your, your sort of like bare bones, meat and potatoes 2D platformers, yeah. those ones I felt. Which yeah, isn't yeah. like, uh, it, they do a good job of that, but I like them more out there kind of wacky ideas. Yeah, famous. The kind of twisted take (laughs) that you might get from uh, the Joker, for example, my (laughs) idol. Well, people looking on camera will be able to see you're a bit left of centre. I'm (laughs) somewhat on the outskirts. Um, It takes so long to calibrate the cameras just so you can be just a little bit left of of centre. I simply shan't be in the middle. Yeah, Um, I think you actually are dead (laughs) centre. I probably am. Uh, But no, you is... uh, you see Mario Brothers. You, it's a it's a solid two D platformer, mm-hmm. but it just is. It's it's kind of missing that that element of I guess like the innovation thing, unexpected right? yeah. and yeah. I mean, these games at a certain period were like when a new one would come out, it would be like, oh, they're really doing something like different and new and fresh. And mm-hmm. they at a certain point, and this is fine. They just kind of stopped doing that with these. And I mean, this for me, when they announced it, became. My most anticipated game of the year, which is crazy in a year of such big AAA games, but I agree. This That's isn't, fucking yeah, insane. it's a bit stupid. <laughs> this isn't a sort of crazy. game that I'd have I, said dumb as hell. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a sort of game that I thought they would make anymore. As right. a two D Mario, I thought they just had resigned themselves to ah, we just churn out the new ones every now and then. We save the innovation for the three D ones. So this is like exactly the sort of game I've like you know. Wished that they would make for the last few years. Hmm. So yeah. I think that innovation part of it too is not so, so much in like there's some new mechanics and stuff that we can talk about some of, but it's that the the new ones felt like obstacle courses. Every level mm-hmm. was an obstacle course that you're running through, mm-hmm. and we were sort of racing through these, um, and it was 
chaotic because there's four of us and we're also sort of being guided and we're on a time limit and whatever yeah but um there's little sections of each level where you get just a small little puzzle that's maybe to do with that level's theme or is like oh, there's this different type of enemy here in this mm -hmm. level and you've got to use that enemy in some way to get to this you get little purple uh wonder seeds right <laughs> yeah and there's a few different collectibles that you get through yep. each level uh similar to in the previous ones and in the 3d world ones there's like the big gold coins or yep. whatever that mm -hmm. you're trying to mm -hmm. and in the new ones but the way they were placed here it didn't feel like obstacle course as much as like the 3d world ones here's this little block that's like this fun idea here's the next block that's this fun idea do you know what i mean yeah more yeah. like yeah like uh, platforming as opposed to like speed running almost or like yeah. you know, you're not just going forwards you are figuring something out and there's vertical you know yeah yeah totally like and and that was a surprise to me in the 2D format because it yeah is more like the 3D world and land how they played mm. in a 2D format mm. than new with different aspects to it right. if that makes yeah, sense yeah and yeah. little bits that you can potentially from not that long of playing it by the yeah. way yeah sure lots of bits even just in the short I th what did we play like set six or seven levels or something like that total uh, yeah, yeah I, even just in that pretty limited sample there were lots of bits in levels you know the sort of thing that you kind of run past and you're like Oh, how do you get down there or up to there? And then yes. you kind of realize like, oh, I didn't have that power up at the time. I have to go, you know, just those sorts of little things that you see where you, you kind of don't know how to do it for a second. And then you get a bit further down the line and you realize like, oh, wait, if I go back now, I'll be able to like all that kind of stuff that is like I, I in interviews, the director and the producer have talked about how they they wanted this one to be the levels to be really replayable. Right. Where they felt like for a long time the Mario levels had become, you put a lot of design into them, but people just kind of blitz through them and that's that. And even with the the uh, Wonder Flower effects in this game, which kind of warp the level and make all this weird stuff happen, and then you get to the end of it and you get a Wonder Seed as the reward for finishing that bit. But they're also, I think, uh, at times are incentives to go through the level and not get the Wonder Flower yeah, because yeah. then there'll be some of those collectibles are in the normal version of the level. So it's really inspiring you to like... And the same with the badges, like go through and like they want these levels to be able to be played a couple of times and have different stuff in them depending on like what badge or lots of little visible mm. openings that, and you know how oh, much I love. Oh. But like where you can clearly see, oh, if I could get up there, then that's clearly a yeah, secret bit. It's, yeah. it's almost like a really light Metroidvania thing because mm. yeah, there are like power ups and stuff that affect your. Um, your movement, you know, range and jump range and things like that where, yeah, you can go back and like, oh, now I can get this thing, which is not, it's not like a Metroidvania in which you're like unlocking a separate area. It's just like clocking the level, getting 100% yeah. basically. Which was the thing I really enjoyed about the 3D world. Yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's always been like a classic Mario thing where you have your little power up, you get hit, you lose the power and then just a little bit down the way you're like, Oh god damn it! I need that. Th you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I still had that, I'd be able to get in there. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go through this all again. Those badges that you mentioned before are a thing that I didn't realize was in this game. No, they might have talked about it before, but I don't remember it. I don't know. Um, they're just little items. You can equip one before the the level, and it'll give you some ability or or, or bonus thing. Mm. So like you got you can float. You got yeah. a little parachute, yeah. like Rayman spinning his. Hair? Ears? What does he spin? 
It's he's not there, a rabbit. I think. It's got yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the yeah in the uh, in these sorts of games in like Mario Brothers two and in three D world, all the characters kind of control slightly differently. They'll have slightly different attributes. They control the same uh, in this. Because, yeah, things like Luigi having his little flutter jump and Peach being able to float, that's been turned into a, little power a, up a thing. badge. That yeah. So, yeah, so they have to kind of make all the characters a bit of a blank slate to allow for mm. these little tweaks that you can do. You could, there was a wall jump one that we used. Yep. Uh, there was a floating jump. There and then was the a, chargey jump. Yeah. Yeah, so squat yeah. down and then you can get more height. And then there are, I think, it, I think they're kind of meant to be halfway, like some of them will let you get to areas in a level that you wouldn't be otherwise able to get to to get a collectible or a hidden secret or whatever. And then some of them feel like they're there for if you're a more inexperienced or younger player to, like, make things a little bit easier on you. Like, Maybe. half of them are, like, mm-hmm. meant to sort of, you know, give you a little bit of a guiding thing. Or it'll be, like, one of them was, like, get more coins. Yeah. And so some of them are just, like, increase your... Coin amount, yeah. For example, yeah, increase your coin amount. There's uh, been a few games like this recently that we've played um, that have had this like uh, equip. What was it? What was uh like equip this ring, and it's you're basically playing easy mode. Um, oh, Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy had yes. that. Yeah, yes, yeah, or, or like the time it died, like. Uh, widens the window of the timing of button presses you yeah, have to do for yes. combos and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Just real light, like uh, what what slide ability do you? Yeah, want? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it was it was just it was a good time. Like this, there was so much character and yeah. and uh, like presentation wise, just so full of life in a way that I found the new Mario Brothers games, especially, to not particularly be or to like because you know the first one when they were like bop bop and would turn to look at you. That was like, oh look, they're dancing. That yeah. was cool and then because they it did was like, that for twenty years. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> that was cool because it was like, oh, they've made a two D Mario again for the first time yeah. in yeah. forever, and it's on the DS. Like, oh, cool, a little handheld new Mario platformer. But yeah, they really kind of they really wore it out. Oh, the man. Wii one, especially, which did seem to be like they really lent into the like, yeah, play this with four people, and you're yeah. chucking each other off cliffs, and it's like, ah, oh, this isn't this is fine for what it is, but it's not what I want out of a 2D Mario But this is. Yeah. And, and like all of the, the little Wonder Flower things and the way it changed up the levels and, and gave you just a cool uh, little set piece kind of yeah. thing yeah. going on was was a, a fun little surprise and uh, a, a cool thing to see. And I just really want to play this game now. It really yeah. it, it got me in to the 2d mario space again mm. which is a space i've not occupied well it's it's that thing where <laughs> they <laughs> they talk about uh they, they took i saw a lot of stuff about this after the first trailer for it where in the new uh super mario brothers games they were just kind of using a 3d render of mario and kind of having him side on mm-hmm. which doesn't look aesthetically that great and then in this they've kind of like cheated it you know like he's kind of two-thirds of the way around and even little things like you do a ground pound in this and it's like a cool like cymbal crash like oh, yeah it's not yeah. just like oh it's like a boom of him hitting the ground it's it's all got like a bit of they've gone yeah it's a cartoon yeah, like let's totally. have him make a weird little noise when he jumps animated reactions in their faces to stuff that's happening mm. and like mm. ju- re- really nice looking designs of enemies and 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 things like that that are like new for this game and have them aren't just like Here's fucking the Coopers again. Yeah. There's probably Coopers. I don't remember, but like also 
some new things and I do remember those guys. Yeah, yeah. They were, yeah. I mean we were we were all elephants at one point. We were sloshing around in a pond. Yeah, that was yeah. sick. Filling our little trunks up. Yeah. Splashing water around everywhere. It's like, yeah, this is the good shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. It's yeah. only less than a month away now. And um it it's it's a, a a good indication that this game will be a lot more engaging for me. Uh, in the way that Mario Odyssey and 3D World and all of those have been because I like the brief piecemeal little here's something different, here's something different, here's something different way that Mario can do things rather than the here's the course, run, 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 run Mm -hmm. for the whole game. So it's going to be, if you're going to PAX in Melbourne in a couple Mm. of weeks, it's going to be... In uh, one week. In one week, yeah. There'll be a demo of it there that you can play which are worth checking out. Yeah. And uh, after you've done that, you could come upstairs to the Galar Theatre on the Saturday night and uh, catch us at 9pm. Yeah. Doing our little panel with some special guests. It's going to be yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. Come we and check s- that out. Should we, s- we haven't said what the ge- who the guests are. What Let's the guests not in are. case they pull out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Golden rule. At um, least we'll be there for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and maybe some guests from from the stars of stage and screen. Mario <laughs> might be busy. Yeah. yeah. In the end. Uh, yeah, that'll be a good time if you are at PAX. Please, please come and uh, fill up the room that we've got. That'd be very, very nice. Yeah. Mm. We'll Bring been, some friends. We'll Tell some other people to go. Toddling around, you know, the previous couple of days. Well, that's the other thing. Mm. Yeah, we'll we'll be doing the panel about, like, what's at PAX. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I'm and what really things ex- happened to us? <laughs> Just the crazy <laughs> adventures we got up to. Yeah, I'm really excited to see some some mostly, I suppose, indie games there. Yeah, which yeah. is my impression of what what it's going to be like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, cool. Now that we've played that that uh, Mario Wonder today, mm-hmm. don't have to worry about lining up at packs. Can put yeah. all that time into lining up I'm, to play Sonic Superstars. I'm going to spend a ton of time there though, so I can tell all of the people in the line like, I actually got to go to Nintendo and oh, play that's, this. Oh, that's a good yeah. bit. Walk past, like, actually yeah, me along. turns out uh, Darth Vader's Luke's dad. Yeah. <laughs> Standing next to people playing it being like, you're going to want to jump here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, hot tip, um, hold, hold B to run. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Actually, no, prob- why? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hold B- A to jump. Hold A to jump. No, B. Hold and B uh, to jump. Y and B. <laughs> A is the confirm button on menus. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Adam wasn't actually at Nintendo with us <laughs> No, <today>. I was. <laughs> they may be the boss. Um, yeah, good game, seems like. Yeah. Looking forward to playing some more of that. But uh, early indication is, <laughs> get this, hot scoop. Mario might be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those those cunnies know what they're doing. Yeah. Speaking of PAX Australia, mm-hmm. which contains the country Australia oh, yeah. in its name, here in Australia... Do you know the ratings board? How does he do it with these segues? <laughs> Clunkily and for a long time. Uh, the, the, I think it's the ratings board here. Has, has The ESRB? Is that Australia? That's, no, that's I think, America. America. Right. I think ours is just the Australian Classifications Authority or something like that. The Classifications Acker. Board. Akadaka. Oh, now we're fucking talking. Yeah. I classify that as sick rock and roll. <laughs> Over here, for, for clarity, for anyone who doesn't have a, the same rating system there, it goes G... General, PG, parental guidance, but anyone can buy it. M is like, you're meant to be 15 plus, but you don't legally we have won't to hold be. You to it. Yeah. Sort yeah. of a recommendation. Parental, well, again, like it's up to your parents or your guardians to be like. We reckon they should be over 15. Uh, yeah. But A, not everybody plays by the rules. Yeah. We get it. Yeah. MA, play by the rules. You have Bring to. out your ID. Thank you. You need to yeah. be 16, no, 15 or over. Yeah. And then R is 18 and over. And yeah. X. Is sexy. We don't talk about X. <laughs> they pretend like it doesn't exist. Does it still exist? 
I Great know. question. Don't Not know. in games, certainly. I don't know if it, yeah, it existed in Australia. Because we didn't have R for the longest time. And now we do. And they've changed it uh, regarding... That's a dentist's favourite rating. R. Uh. Oh. oh. I guess it could be. Yeah. <laughs> a, a pirates, surely. Yeah. <laughs> pirates aren't real. <laughs> a pirate dentist would fucking love the R rating. Anyway, oh, yeah. the thing is, <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. relating oh. to gambling and loot boxes, if a game from September of next year oh, okay. contains... So there's a grace period, basically. They've got a year... To get their shit out, so maybe we'll get some fucking shithouse gambling games Uh-oh, within the next yeah. year. <laughs> if you contain simulated gambling, that's an automatic R rating. Mm-hmm. So casino games, stuff like that, anything where it's pretending to be gambling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you have uh, like randomized loot box style rewards, sure. I think specifically for money. Yeah. But I don't know if that is actually it. I think it may just be if that is how your game presents rewards. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's an automatic M. Right. Which is fascinating because that means FIFA is M. Oh, right. sorry. Yeah. EA Sports 25 will EAFC. be M. EAFC. Fuck my... <laughs> EAFC. <laughs> don't want to push us into the R range. 25. you yourself. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's like player packs and shit like that. All of that stuff. Overwatch is already violent, so right. that. But EAFC, yeah, <laughs> FIFA is EAFC um, sounds like some other ratings board. Actually, it sounds like a pirate's favorite soccer game. <laughs> the what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now you know how I. Because there's always been a thing where it'll be like some cutesy 3D platform that gets like a PG rating. And people are like, what's this all about? And it's like comic mischief. It's like yeah. someone gets bonked with a mallet or something. That's very like, funny yeah. that they're like, no, nah, I reckon that character's got a bit of an attitude. Yeah. <laughs> there's comic mm. mischief in and there. And I do think there has been, I have seen things before where it's like if there's a level in a casino and you can like sure. jump on a slot machine. Yep. GTA San, like, San Andreas and stuff. Yeah. yeah, it'll be like, oh, well, you can go in a casino in it and that's, you know, it's not good for the little kitties. No. Sonic 2. On the mm. Dreamcast had that, and like uh, maybe it was even Sonic One. I don't remember Sonic Adventure. I mean, Sonic. Sorry, Jesus, Sonic. I'm <laughs> so worn out by the excitement of seeing Mario's bedroom. It's a long, <laughs> it's a long trip out there. We have to say, yeah. Oh. Uh, so that is a a great move. Yeah, one hundred percent. Gambling should be legislated up the fucking wazoo. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's weird that the video games and movie and TV ratings board is ahead of the curve in terms of like gambling advertising restrictions in particular uh, yeah. as compared to the rest of our country. Yeah. Yes. But uh, yeah, good move. Yeah. yeah. No yeah. no harm there. No harm, no it foul. It gets the uh, <laughs> filthy casuals triple thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only one thumb from each of us. Sometimes you can get the sextuple thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we save that for games. Exactly. We, yeah, we only yeah. three is the max we'll ever give out for legislation. <laughs> yeah. So congratulations, rating board. Yeah. Yeah. You've done. You're it. the rating of the year. <laughs> <laughs> rating entertained, more like. Yeah. Uh, now you've also written like a dragon. Yeah, there was a Like a Dragon oh, yes. Direct. Up on um, our whiteboard that directs yeah. us what we want to talk about. Yes. During the week. Uh, we I use think this for when we have conversations as friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, get our little, we get our little deck of cards so out. So, Tommy, to, uh, yeah. how's your sex life? <laughs> <laughs> a uh, question yeah. I've never sincerely asked anybody. No, I don't care. <laughs> I never want to talk about it with anyone, even if I'm having sex with them. Yeah. I never want to know, ever, from anyone. Well, I'll tell you this. My sex life's about to get a lot worse in... January 24th, 
2024 mm. when... 124-24. Uh, yeah. Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth comes out. Yes. Because damned if this game doesn't look fucking awesome. Yeah. There was a little direct presentation uh, showing off kind of... Because we've only seen that very vague trailer of... Uh, the Austin Powers the, one. The Austin Powers style trailer of him washing up nude on the beach. Yes. Was this, this would have been from TGS, Tokyo Game Show. Yeah. That was yes. on last week and there was some... Yeah. Uh, bits and pieces from that. Nothing too crazy, but like Dragon's Dogma had some gameplay. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. Too and yeah. So right, I, I, I think they did. I think this. they did this because it was going to be shown on the on the show floor right, of Tokyo right. Game Show. So uh, yeah, we got a little bit of a look at the story and the gameplay. It's set in Hawaii. It's Ichiban heading over there to find his long lost mother. Yes, and uh, getting into some scrapes along the way. He's oh. fighting a shark. <laughs> yeah. He's doing a bit of crazy taxi style mini game stuff. Uh, it, it it just looks awesome. It looks. Yeah. I was saying to you, Ben, it's like kind of it like the um the first one being that like great version of is it sort of Osaka that you like a version of Osaka? Yeah. Anyway, the, that first one being a very well, you like, go back and forth a little that's bit, right? right? Yeah. yeah. That first one being a very like yeah classic like Japanese city at night. Yep. And then this one transplanting it all over to Hawaii, so you you know it immediately is just like. Looks very similar, all the stuff you liked about it, but it's in such a different location. You know, he's like surfing around now. Like it, yeah, it, it looks so good. I yeah. can't wait. This is the one where Thingo from the previous Yakuza games. Yes. He's rocking up in it. He's your other playable character? Yes. Right. And Kiryu, I think. Yes. Kiryu, yeah. yes. yes. Thank and you. he, I can't quite gather how this works, but because the series is turn-based now... But he is still sort of fighting in real time when you have him in your party. Right, yeah, yeah, in, yeah. In some kind of less turn-based way, which is cool. Yeah. He just doesn't know how to do it. Well, because, no. man, I don't understand how it, they put out so many fucking games because they put out <laughs> that yeah. remaster slash remake thing of Ishin yes. earlier this year. Yep. And then that fucking... The new... It's a new game, he right? He must one, not be named or whatever it's called. I think it's a shorter game. And it's like right. going to be less than it's full to, price. Yeah, it's to kind of catch you up and sort of let you know what he's been up to between, between like six the last one he was in and this next one he's right. in. So it's a bit of a primer. That's right. out next fucking month. That's out soon. Yes. And then yeah. this is two months after that. Yes. Insane. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. I am so tired after having put out less than 20% of a podcast <laughs> today. Like, it's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. The amount of work that they're. What they're, is it? Were you. Go Rio Gagatoko Studios, yes. I think it's pronounced. Yeah, uh, if you pronounce it poorly, <laughs> which is I think also like the name of the series over there. Oh yes, that's yes, like that's, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, looks looks great. Was already yeah. looking forward to that, but actually seeing it in a bit more depth was like, oh, this just looks ex- hitting the exact tone that I 100%. loved from the first one. Not the first one, but the, the seventh first one, one of this <laughs> like version of it. I mean, yeah, no, remembering like my favorite bits of yeah, like a Dragon Seven. Or Yakuza 7, <laughs> like a dragon, <laughs> were like, oh, you run a candy company for yeah seven hours of the game's runtime. Yeah. And it's oh, completely its own mechanic, its own world. The presentation is like hilarious, could be its own game. Mm-hmm. Uh, like these, these bloody jokers over at RGG. Jokers, now I'm listening. <laughs> uh, so talented Yeah they could, they, They've they made Yeah Eight different games Within one game You've got all your stuff too Where you're like Getting your little 
your little buddies that you're calling on in battle for just like one big special move. Yep. You're going on dates. Oh. Uh, yeah, it looks fun as hell. And this is, yeah, ignoring the story, which, we, you know, has been fantastic in every mm. uh, Yakuza game that I've played. Yep. That high drama, the melodrama of it all. Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. And in this, <laughs> in this video, an almost identical bit as from the Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, where someone's riding a Segway around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're the Segway. It, it is. is. Segway. Speaking maybe of the Segway. A, that's <laughs> um, I don't that, actually have anything to go to, but I That wish could I be did. a little private joke between the two companies. Let's put a Segway in yeah. our game. We'll see if in our big notices. game. Yeah. If you play the games back to back, you get to drive a full car. Oh. Yeah. All four wheels. Yeah, all right. um, well, it, we've noticed it. Uh, the, from TGS, <laughs> by the way... Uh, not much the else show. in terms... Yeah, yeah, with Tracy Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was that Dragon's Dogma 2 footage, yes. which looked cool. Yeah, Who a bit like... Who being ported to Switch. Huh? Who that ninja oh, is being okay. ported to Switch. <laughs> I'm so tired. I'm like <laughs> fucking seven frames behind everybody. Um, we haven't even worked a full day, a full office day. It's nothing to do with that. <laughs> Time is is not relevant. I've just put a lot of effort into the one hour we were sitting right, in. Right, right. Um, the big thing that people were sort of expecting or hoping for going into Tokyo Game Show mm-hmm. was a Monster Hunter next game announcement, yes. which did not happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put up like a 20th anniversary website because the 20th anniversary of Monster Hunter is next year in March. Ooh. And people think mm. either... because there, So there were big Capcom leaks a while back yep. that have proven to be very accurate mm-hmm. that had a currently unannounced but massive we expected to sell millions game releasing in March of next year. Well, okay. I may think <laughs> a certain hunting game. Yeah. Now, that's what many thinks yes. before this and now they no longer think uh, because it's they're sort of running out of time to even announce that if they were going to do it. Well, maybe the announcements then. Exactly. Right. That's what they've now pivoted to thinking is that this website will be the announcement right. come the anniversary. Right. Um, Could also just be a thing where they just give it. They don't give it that long. You know, maybe they like announce it at the Game Awards and then like. Yeah, oh yeah, that's the months. other thing because yep. I could imagine the Game Awards also being the type of thing. I don't know how they operate, but to actively approach and poach yeah. announcements like that and go, hey, if you do it here, we'll give you X and Y coverage yeah. rather yep. than if you do it at Tokyo Game Show, you'll get lost in the muck. Yeah. But here you get pride of place. Mm-hmm. You get to stand next to the big Bic lighter or whatever That's the fuck right. thing we've yeah. got standing on stage with us. And Tokyo Game Show does seem more about having the games to play on the show floor than about doing your conferences where you make your big announcements and then it's not hands-on. So they, it might be a thing where they're just like, well, we're not quite ready for people to go hands-on with it yet, so that's not the forum for mm. it. Mm. But, yeah, who knows? I mean, yeah, having the announcement of a new one on the anniversary, like coinciding with the actual anniversary is pretty funny. Yeah. Like it's just an announcement, but... Who knows? Happy birthday. I'm going to get you a present in a year. Exactly. Yeah, yeah it's in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I've got like the... You want a screenshot of the receipt? My phone just died. Uh, I can't show yeah, you that actually, yeah. but I did get you something. Um, but yeah, not much else out of TGS. Well, speaking of the mad bastards over at Capcom mm. and product that they definitely have put out mm. semi-recently. Res... You've Huh? Been playing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to say it? The yeah. DLC of Resident Evil 4 Remake. 
separate ways? That's the one. Because mm. you remember Leon at the end of Resident Evil 4 says to Ada, it's time we go our separate ways. Right. Well... It's happened. Yeah. It's, uh, it's the like extra. So in the original GameCube version, there was a little short mini campaign that was called uh, Operation Ada that was this. Mm-hmm. The, you play as Ada, but you go through Resident Evil 4 things. And then when they put out the PS2 port, they were like, we should probably put some extra stuff in there because people maybe are buying the game again. Yep. Mm-hmm. We want to justify that. So they increased the Operation Ada thing kind of to be separate ways. Okay. It is a parallel campaign thing that runs alongside the story of Resident Evil 4. It's not as long. I finished it. It's like between four and five hours. Right. Okay. Um, it's got like is it three is where you have the parallel, the actual parallel. You're switching characters. Two, two yeah. you have Claire and Leon. Two, two. And you have those two, two yeah. campaigns. So, yeah. yeah. This is sort of like that. Right. right. Where you're playing as Ada um, in Resident Evil 4 story a little bit before Leon shows up through to the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're, it's the cool thing. It's like, this is an out of date comparison now, but like Half-Life Blue Shift and, uh, and uh, Opposing Force mm-hmm. were the same thing where you're playing as a different character, seeing these events through someone else's eyes. So you're seeing like, you know, bits where, Ada and Leon interacted. You're seeing how she got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going through a lot of the same areas as were in 4 Remake, Mm -hmm. like literally the same levels and stuff. There's Mm -hmm. a couple of new bits. Okay. Um, But it's the same fucking awesome game that Resident Evil 4 Remake is with some new abilities that Ada has. She's got a grappling hook. So she can grapple up to a few uh, bits Mm -hmm. and uh, can also, uh, you know, the guys with the shields. They were yeah. walking around. You yeah. had to like mm. try and shoot their feet and shit. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. You, oh. Annoying. Annoying bastards. Yeah. Not There's anymore. There's no way to get over that shield. Guess what? And there never will be. Yeah, I'm willing to put money on it. I mean, and that's a gambling thing. Yeah. You've not put money on it. You've put your foot in it. Because now you can rip them off with the grappling hook. Whoa. And it feels fucking awesome to yeah, do. Yeah. The little cunts tumble down the stairs when you do it. Yeah. Oh, it's so much fun. Um, the game is still great and uh it's only fifteen dollars and it's like a decent chunk there's you can play as her and wesker i think are the mm-hmm. new characters in the mercenaries mode and um, 15 donkeys is pretty cheap 15 for... donkeys not bad for, yeah. for yeah. this sort of level of thing yeah um i got a pepsi max from the service station on the drive home yeah a lot of service and station a, and a summer roll and yes. that was 470 Right. Well, you could have wow. done that three mm. times. That's actually quite affordable. Yeah, that's not too I want. I think I paid like heaps for what I got. I got uh, a Gatorade. It up. I got a Gatorade. Got transactions and looking it up. Um, <laughs> yeah, activity. Sorry. Yep. No, um, no, this is important. Yeah, yeah it is. I'm going to Coles wait. Express, $8 okay. for a Gatorade and a Snickers bar. Oh, okay. I mean, that's just is the I beefed up version of what I got, I guess. Two Snickers, two Gatorades actually would probably still be less than separate ways because you get deals often at service stations if you right. buy two of something. True. I think the Gatorade <laughs> did have a two for six. I wish I the think guy we've made our case that this is good value. <laughs> I wish the guy at Coles Express had have just said to me, you know, for just $11 more, you could get the Resident Evil <laughs> yeah. 4 Sorry. separate ways DLC. I know yeah. you want this, but I just need to check. Have you ever heard of Ada Wong? Yeah. Because mm. uh, she's been up to some shit while you thought just Leon was doing his thing. And yeah. I would have been like, oh, no, I know her. I sent death threats to the voice actor. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I will say, and all of that obviously super uncalled for and absurd, reprehensible behavior. Yeah. She's not that good. In this, mm. right. I don't like the voice, and it's noticeable when you know you're you're playing as a. But it's right. not 
that bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you can just play it on mute. Super fun. A lot of the stuff that was like excluded that was in the main game is now... I don't think I ever played separate ways. Okay, yeah. Um, but a lot of the stuff that wasn't in the remake that was in the main game, like a boss fight and some stuff like that, is now in this bit. Oh, cool. Oh, okay, great. Okay. Really fun. Loved playing Resident Evil 4 some more. Mm. Yep. Can't recommend anything other than get it if you like that game. Yeah, yeah. nice. Well, I think I bloody well will. I'm listening. Dude, it, it, uh, or three Snickers yeah, and yeah. three Gatorades. It was a butterscotch Snickers. Snickers. That's an absurd <laughs> thing to buy. <laughs> it was really tasty, but it honestly it just tasted like a more sweet Snickers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tasted kind of like a Snickers with butterscotch in <laughs> yeah. it. I don't know what I was expecting. Yeah, it's a bit of an indulgence, but, yeah. you know. Yeah, good, good time. Separate ways. Cool. Young Australians have never been more lonely, yet loneliness is rarely discussed and often misunderstood. Season 2 of the We Are Lonely podcast is a part of Medibank's 10-year commitment to reduce chronic loneliness in Australia. Follow the journey of four diverse 20-somethings on their search for connection. It's shocking enough to know that half of us will feel lonely this week, but it may surprise you more to learn that young adults are some of the loneliest people in Australia. If we learn to understand and manage feelings of loneliness, it can be a normal part of the spectrum of human emotions. Just as we all get hungry or thirsty, we all get lonely. It's a normal part of being human. But if it becomes chronic, it can have the same impact on us as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Over this six-part reality podcast series, four young people meet with mentors and experts who will help them build strategies to reconnect. Through their stories, we understand the reality of loneliness in Australia, experienced by a generation that theoretically has never been more connected. Follow four vastly different young adults as We Are Lonely unpacks the complexity of emotions that come with this formative period in our lives. We Are Lonely is available wherever you listen to your podcasts. Search for We Are Lonely and listen today. This episode of Filthy Casuals is brought to you by our buddies. Our mates, as we say over here in Australia. Mm-hmm. Our pals. Some people say it. That's universal. Everybody says Manscaped. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all say it at the same time. Three, two, one. Manscaped. Manscaped. I love yeah. that kind of stuff. Beautiful. If you love uh, that yeah. sort of satisfying feeling, then you're going to love the satisfaction of having your balls be as exactly as neat and tidy as you desire. Yeah. Mm. Manscaped make products that help you do that. Not just ball hair, though. Nah. Penis hair as well. Hey, and face <laughs> hair. The skin above the penis. Hey. The, mm-hmm. the pubis. The pubis And honestly Any other part of the body At this point They've got uh, yep. Bits of Slicing gear For everything They'll chop off your hairs And uh, They're high quality machines In the yeah. nose In the ear oh, Above talking- the lips Under the lips Oh yeah Both sides <laughs> Respectively The Weed Whacker 2.0 The Weed Whacker 2.0 The Beard Hedger And the Beard Hedger Yep Lawnmower 4.0 Optional Yep. Mm-hmm. For the body. But yeah, they make good stuff and you should have a look at it. Go to Manscaped and while you're checking out with your goods, mm-hmm. make sure you use the code FILTHY. And just between you and me, it's a secret hack that I've planted in their website for you to get 20% off and free shipping. Wow. I should have hacked it for 100% off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm regretting it now, but it's still uh, a great deal. Yeah, it's a fantastic deal. Supporting Manscaped uh, helps to support us. True. And you still get something out of it. You a get bloody a great product. A, yeah, exactly. And a great saving. 20% and free off. Shipping. Free shipping. Use the, code Mans- uh, use the code filthy at Manscaped. Go on. I dare you. <laughs> Off you trot. Well, I've uh, I've played something to completion this week. Have you now? The skin yeah. flute? Y- uh, yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> that new game plus. Oh, oh it's a bastard. Oh, oh. It's difficult. Uh, I've been playing a little indie game called Gunbrella. Ah, uh, yes. Published by Devolver Digital and uh, developed by a little team called Doinksoft. Hell yeah. Who made a game called Cato Roboto. Okay. A little while ago. Okay. Did you play uh, Cato Roboto? I did not. And you know what was annoying about this? What? Was that you, if you pre-ordered Gunbrella... On the eShop, they were like, you get Gat- you get their first game, Gato Roboto for free. I was like, oh, cool. So I pre-ordered it, and it does the like automatic download of both of them. Mm-hmm. This was like four days before Gumbrella came out. And I was like, oh, I'll get, get started on Gato Roboto before, uh, before this comes out. Went to open it, and it was locked because it was part of the pack of... In Gumbrella, oh. it was like, oh, this isn't unlocking until you got doinked, the release brother. date. Yeah. I got doinked hard. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, looking to doink you and they did it. Yeah. Really annoying. I was like, this game's from like five years ago. That's, that's a bit stupid. of a weird way of doing it. I yeah. assume that's just like a Nintendo, the way pre-orders work on their eShop thing. It was just someone yeah. had not clicked a thing in the eShop to make it like not be its own oh well. separate. Weird. But uh, yeah, played Gumbrella, finished it and had a hell of a time. All right. It's a... 2D platformer. It's uh, pixel art style. Mm-hmm. You're you're a little guy who's come home and uh, your wife's dead. Your kid's gone. You found this weird little weapon. It's a little oh, it's just an umbrella. Well, that's handy because it's raining. But well, I'll be goddamned. This this umbrella can shoot people. <laughs> this bitch bullets are coming out of it. It'll be raining bullets. Yeah, Fucking yeah. Badass Mary Poppins has been exactly. Here. Okay. So you got your little umbrella. You're using it as a weapon. You're also using it to kind of like you can sort of float up into the sky a little bit. You can control your um, drift. You can use it to like block uh, people that are shooting at you. And you're doing platforming stuff where you're um, yeah shooting platforming segments. But then a lot of it is kind of light RPG based. Like you very early on, you get to a little train station and you're kind of like unlocking uh, different towns that you can get to. And then you're needing to like go back to the other towns, talk to some people. There'll be like a this cult that have a base that you need to sort of do something in the town in order to get into and sneak into the base underground. So it's kind of half sort of story based, going around, talking to people, solving these little mysteries and then half platforming using your gunbrella based abilities and it feels great feels great to control the mix of like floating around you're like hooking the umbrella onto like little rope lines and zip lining down into other areas and stuff then using that to like put the umbrella up again and get some height to get up to a higher platform it feels great. It's got a great style. It's got awesome music. It's got a... Like a 2D pixel art sort of thing. 2D pixel right? art. Yeah, okay. yeah kind of really eerie sort of soundtrack. Um, but yeah, I really loved it. It's not super... It's like maybe five or six hours long. Okay. Um, but it's... I. That's a plus for me. Yeah. I, I, I really to clock one. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I Hell thought yeah. it was um, just the tone of it, this like eerie sort of... Vaguely post-apocalyptic, like going into these areas that have just been left destitute, and the the like the story isn't amazing, but like the moment-to-moment like writing of the people that you meet and the little things that are going on in these towns is kind of cool. Like, right. yeah, there's this weird cult where you have to like go into their hideout and take them out, and then like various different people in the towns have been like, hey, if you see they kidnapped my you know daughter, if you see them in there, can you like bring them back? And mm-hmm. yeah, it's um I I. Really, really enjoyed it. Well right. worth checking out if you like that kind of pixel arty indie platformer kind of thing. Um, that yeah, like the moment to moment gameplay isn't anything too 
unique that you haven't seen before, but just the actual like style and feel and tone of it was, yeah, really what got me over the line with it and made me calm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool to have a game named what your dad can't remember Bayonetta was called. You know what I yes, mean? Like, yeah. Yes. You understood what I was trying yep. to fucking get at there. <laughs> But yeah, re- recommend it. Really, yeah, no, it's really I've, fun, high I've quality. I've heard indie. a lot of co- like positive stuff from from I think everyone who yeah has played it. Is um, it what yeah. like Switch and PC or is it on the? Other I believe stuff as well? it's on Steam. Yeah, might be. Yeah, it's definitely PC as well. I assume it's on the PS eShop. I would assume it's on everything at this point. Yeah, I don't know. They yeah. often aren't straight away. It's different. Yeah, so go look it up. Go look on <laughs> Wikipedia for Gunbrella. Yep. Um. Uh, do you want to? Yeah, well, okay. I've I've played another game. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, Would you like to hear about that? Or? Yeah, I think this is a good place to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll do do it somewhere else. Go on. <laughs> Let's take another drive out to the suburbs and talk about it then. Okay. Because <laughs> you said you've just been kind of playing more Starfield. I have. I have, and I I, I enjoy it. Uh, we talked about it off air yesterday, uh, and confirmed that even more. Things about the game um, seemingly are very coincidentally similar to No Man's Sky. Yeah. A, 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 I'm surprised that more people, more reviews and stuff, more coverage isn't talking about how similar it is to No Man's Sky, given it was like announced pretty much when No Man's Sky came out. Mm. Like it was a very similar timing. Mm. Um, and I mean, like, that's fine because I like No Man's Sky and this is like a more, yeah, I guess like we've talked about a couple of times, a more like pre-packaged, streamlined, Bethesda-style game. The very... With, with you know, nods towards the No Man's Sky-ish sort of stuff. Yeah. Totally. Like the, the minute-to-minute sort of gameplay is usually very different in Starfield other than the times where you're doing exactly the No yeah. Man's Sky scanning and mining and whatever. But, yes. But the, the all, all of the... The Bethesda style questing and the shooting and whatever, I guess, is pretty different. Yes. Yeah, but yeah, it is. And it is, yeah, they, they, Bethesda have, you know, are continuing to hone that, that format into like, yeah, something extremely easily digestible. I guess a lot of that stuff too, to be unfair to both of the games. Okay. Is extremely, <laughs> you know, Google the word sci fi trope. Yep. And yeah, yep. click on the eighth link. <laughs> <laughs> sure. No, but it's like... There's a lot of sponsored links at the top. When you're thinking sci-fi, you think a lot... Of, I just want to avoid saying what some of the specific things are. Yeah, What's yeah. What's the meme of like, hey, can I copy your work? All right, but don't make it too obvious. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It is that meme. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure someone's made You're that. correct about Can we that. Someone pop must that have up made in the that. video <laughs> <laughs> instead of cut out the discussion. But also, you know, in the lead up to No Man's Sky, especially, obviously, the hype was like, well, this is going to be a game of all of those tropes that I've seen in movies and stuff and have wanted to act out and live out and immerse myself in. So, mm. you know, but yeah, I, I'm still uh, loving Starfield. Mm-hmm. I, 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 yeah, as, as much as it's not completely original. I'm fucking making spaceships and I'm shooting people with shot. Oh, my God, I'm loving it. <laughs> um, yeah. And you're still powering through the main yes. campaign? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm about 20, 20 hours in. So cool. Um, still a little bit to go of the campaign. but uh, And, yeah, like haven't made a base yet. Have, like there's so many mechanics that I haven't even mm. touched on yet. But, um, yeah. The... Th- Speaking of like similarities and between games cool. and stealing other people's homework, cool. I've been playing a bunch of um, Lies of P, 
which is the Pinocchio, uh, which still just even saying the word Pinocchio, as you just saw, makes me laugh. Yeah, it's a completely original concept that's never been done before in a game. Boy, this is a Souls game, brother. Yeah. Mm. Through and through, they have taken every single uh, element of those games, which a ton of other games also have yes yeah and yes. these guys have done it yeah probably the best so far but geppetto wasn't in any of them no nah. and you have to go save geppetto yeah it's like the first great. thing you're doing and it's so funny that you they just like they made s- sort of uh a steampunk jiminy mm. cricket by calling him writing it as gemini yes like a computer ai voice thing would be but yep. it's still just pronounced jiminy yep <laughs> And everyone's like, there's Jiminy. And any time it goes off, instead of it going like, bleep, bleep, like an AI would, have a guess what it does. Cricket, cricket. Exactly. <laughs> exactly that? It's 100% identical to that. <laughs> that audio of Ben just saying it then is in the game? That's fucking yeah. sick. That's really freaky. Yeah. It's pretty coincidental. I hope I get royalties. You mm. won't. Uh yeah, the I love the little donkey boy in the demo there's as well. A, there's a donkey guy so who you all fight. That Pinocchio stuff. As you're going through, you know, you run into characters <laughs> who, again, very, very soul style, are sort yes. of these mysterious people leaning against a wall. Who are yeah. like, oh, there's a fucking weird big guy over there poking their head out the window. And those all have like, you know, there's a fox one later and all the Pinocchio shit. The Pinocchio stuff is weird too because like it's all Pinocchio but then the style is very not the cartoon version or anything. Yeah. Yeah. The style is very similar to a Bloodborne where it's a kind of... A gothic steampunk sort of thing, right? People had slave puppets, the puppets revolted and everyone in this town of Krat is dead and well, other than some freaks you meet and you are okay. going through and destroying puppets. Yeah. Mostly some people too. And Ooh. you're a puppet. And Is you- the final boss the dead terrorist? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to interact with that, to be honest. <laughs> you have to remember that guy. You have to remember uh, Jeff yeah. Dunham. You've got yeah. to have thought about Jeff Dunham. Series of naughty little puppets. Mm-hmm. Fuck that guy. Um, it's a fun game. It's a really solidly made uh, Souls-style game that, like, is actually scratching the same itch that mm. those games do, which none of the other Souls-style of game that I've played so far have quite been able to capture it. Yeah, because I, yeah, I tried Neo and Neo 2 right after I had... I guess it was last year where I, you know, loved Elden Ring and played every other from software mm-hmm. game. Yeah. Um, didn't really love the Neo games. And then that was, there was that. Uh, Wo Long. Yeah, Wo Long, which again, it almost just suffered for being similar to a Souls game, but not um, similar enough. It seems like uh, it's and the, that's... Yeah, the, the tone and the, like, the actual, not just the mechanics, but like, the weird sensibility is kind of like such a part of it too, which this definitely has. Like it's so right. Somewhat, sort of bizarre. But also just mechanically, it turns out the yeah. answer is don't try to come up with anything on your own. Yeah. yeah just yeah, take exactly. all do of it, their shit. Just straight up do it. Yeah. And because, hey, it's allowed in video games for some reason. Yeah. It's not in any other art form. You can't just go, oh, we want to make a movie like Wes Anderson, so we'll just do Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah. No, it's yeah. like, no, you got to you got to be smart. you got to maybe just use the colour pink a little bit sure, and then have sure. everything else be fresh exactly yeah. you can, it, it, it's not plagiarism it's just a genre yeah right, for some right. reason 
And morally, I don't know what I think of that. Or, you know, artistically, I don't know what I think of that. But I mean, yeah, the thing is, if you're okay making that game and having every review be like, it's a ripoff of uh, this other game that was created by someone else and had the, you know, innovation and ingenuity. Even if you're words, okay with that. <laughs> even words as harsh as, harsh as ripoff don't sure. tend to come up, though. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. people love this style of game and... From sure. or a ways off from making another brand new version of it. Yeah. So, well, what are we going to do? Wait six years? Mm. And I'm having a whale of a time. And I'm stuck inside of that whale. Oh, nice. Mm. Uh, the, it's it's so much fun. Uh, all of the... It, it's got the right level of, like, quite punishing difficulty, but you know why you're making the mistakes you're making when mm-hmm. they happen. Uh, the The... The bosses have been enjoyable so far. The setting talk, is cool. Talk to us about the weapons. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> well, because that's a little bit different, right? The, like, hilts and the things and yeah. stuff. Yeah. You, you're kind of... Um, I haven't interacted with that too much because uh, I've got a really decent weapon that right. I'm just enjoying using. But So, right at the start, you're picking from one of three sort of styles that are basically, in Souls terms, they would be strength decks and then, like... A third, mm-hmm. which is balanced, they call it. You're, right. You've got right. you've got a ton of different abilities. So you've got a, a, a weapon that you can slash a normal slash. Um, you can charge up a big attack when an enemy when an enemy gets sort of um, d- deflected or attacked enough. It'll have its health bar glow in white, and that means if you do a charge attack to it, you'll stagger it, which gives you a chance to do the sort of like here's a red symbol. You'll go into a big uh, fatal attack. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, that's very Sekiro. It's it shares a lot with Sekiro, where a lot of what I'm doing is is trying to get the the parries. Yeah, right. The timing of that down because the dodge isn't as useful as in the Dark Souls games, especially. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Um, it, it's a lot more of a like dash out of the way type of thing. You're not getting quite that same timing window I've found where right. you can dodge through things like Yeah, I do. I remember that from the demo as well, being like, oh, okay, I can't just 100% translate. Yeah, but that. then with the weapons, like you were saying, you can you gather them from the world as you would, and then they each do have like a blade and a hilt, mm. essentially. You can mix and match those things at a, at a, at a weapon guy, and uh, create your own different ones. Again, I've not really messed with that too much because there are a lot of those sorts of systems because it's taken almost every Souls idea and put it all in because mm-hmm. right. you've got a separate other tree where you are upgrading. You, like, so you can um, upgrade your weapons with a material and just make it stronger and stronger. Right. As you can plus in Souls. Plus one, plus two, plus And then three. it changes to a different type of that. So it's like a f- moon dust or something and then it's like mm. super moon dust or whatever to get Hell it from yeah. level four to six and so on. Um, then there's another bit where you can upgrade your character with sort of traits, mm-hmm. like a like a, a skill tree progression sort of thing, where you'll be picking um, from from a list of different abilities that might be like you can uh, uh, recharge your uh, fable meter quicker, which is like your special mm-hmm. attack meter that'll grow. And as you get more of those, you're also putting them into a second tier of thing where once I've got two abilities in this section, it will give me another, whatever they call Estus flasks. Oh, yep. Which I forget what they're called, but you've got them. Mm-hmm. It's all souls Puppet all the time. Juice. 
I think it was puppet juice. <laughs> you might be right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's <laughs> that's what they drink while you're still talking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which is the easiest puppet trick to yeah, do. Yeah. This puppet will drink a glass of water while <laughs> yeah. I talk to you. Are you impressed? So oh, and he's pissing immediately all over the floor. <laughs> <laughs> it's all um, there from oh. the template that has been laid out for them by From. Yeah, the other thing is like you, the Sekiro thing is like the arm thing, right? Yeah, so you've got like a, 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 a puppet arm. Yep. Uh, that has... One of my favourite Indian appetisers. <laughs> <laughs> the puppet arm. Absolutely yeah. delicious. Yeah. yeah. Well, you I can mean, have all sorts of different something. types yeah, of them. You know? Yeah, yeah, Um And you do load it up with it with a topping. Yep. That'll be <laughs> like... Uh, the one I've got at the moment is a, is a puppet string, which is basically a, a grappling hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on a real grapple hook binge at the yeah. moment. Uh, so that that's another element of customization that you can go and do. Um there's all sorts of mechanics and systems going on that it feeds to you slow enough that it doesn't become too overwhelming. Right. But it is a lot of like stuff to keep in mind that you should be going and looking at and changing and upgrading and whatever. Yep. yep. And you're having to, uh, similar to like Dark Souls 3, I guess, teleport back to the sort of main hub yes. to go and talk to a lady to uh, level up with your souls, which are called... Fucking puppets. I don't remember. Puppet points. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever they are. Yeah. Puppet bucks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So once you spend those, Mm -hmm. you you level up just like in a Souls game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're running around this sort of destroyed world just like in a Souls game. Little bonfires, little checkpoints. They're called puppet points or something. Yeah. Wait, no, sorry. That's already been used. Yeah. Yeah. Puppet stations. Yeah. They're stargazers, I think, is what they're called. Oh, yeah, because everything is Pinocchio-themed. Yeah. So it's all star bits and wishing upon a star. There's none of the multiplayer stuff like in a Souls game. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, it's all single-player, but there are equivalents where there'll be a little uh, sort of furnace out the front of a uh, boss room where you can go and chuck some star bullshit in it, and it'll give you an AI person to fight with you. Right? Oh, okay, cool. Like yep. Yeah, yep. nice. Boss helper. Yep. It's, but it's just like it's it's... Creative in the way that it's like this is such a strange idea to take Pinocchio and make this like yeah yeah deviant art style destroyed edgy Pinocchio world, mm-hmm. uh, but it really works for some reason, and it's just it it it's a group of people who've really understood why those from games work yeah right, and then recreated it yeah, but to fill in the gap between. Elden Ring in the DLC or whatever. I'm having just such a great time with it. And it's a lot more in the linear style yeah. of Souls, which hasn't been around since kind of 2016. Like Sekiro sort of did that too, but Sekiro felt so different in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you are having to do a lot of that rhythm-based sort of uh, parrying stuff if you mm-hmm. want to be doing this well. But Yeah, there was a lot of, from just from the remembering from the demo, that yeah, there was the classic, like, go, go here, go here, mm. fight through a couple of, Difficult p- people, and then oh, what's this? Oh, you can unlock that gate now, and that gate leads back around. You know, so uh, yeah. yeah, the level design's all right, but it's it's fairly straight and narrow path. Yeah, right, there's not a ton of that maziness to it. Mm-hmm. But um, it also like if you're blocking, you'll still take some damage. But then if you quickly attack the enemy, you'll get some of that health back, oh, which I think was in Bloodborne. Bloodborne, <laughs> yeah, the main distinctive uh, feature of that. Yeah, it is shameless, yeah. but uh, super enjoyable, and it's cool. on Game Pass. So if you've got that, yes, it's uh, it's one of your freebies, which um, suits it 
massively and suits anything massively. Yeah, I'd lo- nothing I love that free it doesn't free. suit. <laughs> but I guess it's yeah, it is the kind of thing where people may not have given it a chance. Where yeah, I, I may not have main, played a Souls yeah. game before as right. well. Even mm. where like if this is the one that you're going in on, I do think it is also kind of tuned, assuming that you have played a bit of Souls before. Right. Yeah, because it's yeah. throwing it at you fairly quick. Yep. Yeah. Um. But I'm really yeah, I'm having a great time, which um mm. is is. So cool after so many games haven't haven't re- like Steel Rising last year. Remember that? Oh uh, yeah. yeah, like Marie Antoinette one or whatever. Mm-hmm. Two just, thumbs up from you. Um, or one and a half thumbs up. I two thumbs up, but they're both being pulled up by strings. So yeah, you don't okay. know if I'm sincere. Mm. I'm having fun. I'm having a lot of yeah. fun playing a Souls game. I um, I if I had not gone on holiday for three weeks, which is. A real burden. <laughs> um, and wasn't, yeah, catching up on Starfield. Uh, I would have been playing this as well because I loved the demo. I really enjoyed it. It's yeah. super fun. Yeah. I, 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 if, if, you're a, if you've liked the Souls games ever, 100% play this. It's yeah. a good time. What are these guys going to make next? Their version of XCOM, but it's Dumbo? What, what oh. could they? What could they be cooking up? How long oh. is your little rolodex <laughs> of games and oh, Disney, so whatever? Yeah, was yeah, yeah. <laughs> if that's all they did now as a studio, if that was yeah. their identity, little fairy we, tale. We take a genre and we sure. use a uh, a famously now public domain property. Oh yeah, Dracula. Mm-hmm. Or Franken Frankenstein. Frankenstein. That'd be sick. <laughs> yeah. Little I, Frankenstein's everywhere. Yeah. It, yeah. Man. Yeah. Go for it. Do yeah. whatever. I'm I, I'm I'm over my. I used to care a lot about plagiarism. Yeah, I'm over it. Yeah, okay. well, take it all. I mean, I said that last week. So <laughs> exactly. Well, it's a good I've time to it. not give a fuck about plagiarism because uh, yet another great game that's out at the moment that I believe we've all been playing is oh. Sea of Stars. I have not had time to play. Oh, Cro- okay. Chronos of Trigger. Yeah. The, yeah. The puppets took me over. So you you tell me about it. Yeah, and I haven't played, uh, I don't think, as much as you, Tommy. So, yeah. But yeah. I've played Chrono Trigger. So okay. we can compare notes. Yeah. I've not played Chrono Trigger. Perfect. So let's With our see. powers combined, we'll have a hard time figuring <laughs> out the similarities between the two. Yeah, this is one of those ones where it's a, it's a Western team. It's the people who made The Messenger, which, by the way, yes. I started playing this and then I realised, because you told me, Adam, you informed me that these this is set in the same universe as The Messenger, which I did not realise. And that made me remember, I never got particularly far in The Messenger. So I went mm. back and I've been playing more of that. And right. it's a fucking great game. Yeah, really, yeah, really yeah. Cool. I really enjoyed The Messenger. A little flip halfway through where you, like it changes visual style is yes. neat. Uh, but yeah, this is a yeah one of those ones where this team, they, they love their Chrono Trigger. Doesn't seem like anyone else has any interest in making a new one. So they think to themselves, well, you know what? Why don't we just fucking do it for ourselves? Yeah. And uh, I think having played Chrono Trigger, they've done a really good job. Mm. It's it's very similar. The music is fantastic. The and I guess one of the distinctive features of Chrono Trigger and and several of those games over the others is the writing is good. Yeah, the story is engaging. The characters feel fleshed out. Like yeah, that is such a uh, not a. Surprise, but it is pleasant. It's very classic JRPG stuff. You're two little kids. You're uh, you're part of this. Yeah. You're being trained to be these uh, mythical warriors. Sun, sun, sun warriors. It's all that kind of mythology kind of stuff. Yeah, puppy, puppy, puppies, puppies, (laughs) puppy warriors. Lies of puppy. Yeah. Um. Uh. 
Yeah, and the yeah, and so yeah, you're 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 good. It's and again, much like a JRPG, very long introduction. Yes, kind of takes quite a while to sort of you know give you the reins. Um, but Which, then yeah, yeah, I think is good. Like it, yeah, that's where you get it's that world character investment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, then you're you're kind of traversing this overworld, doing some you know mild kind of puzzly Zelda dungeon, dungeon sort of yeah, stuff a dungeon little bit. Crawling, yeah. And then the combat is you've got your regular attack, you've got your special attacks that cost you mana points that are um, that are kind They're of like recharged by just doing normal melee attacks. Yes, right? yeah. and you you yeah you build that up through that, and they've each got sort of an element to them. Yes, and then when the enemies are attacking you, they will charge up a special attack that might take three moves, and they'll have a little thing ab- appear above their head that's like a little slot machine. Mm. That'll show three little things kind of at random that might be like two swords and then a sun. Yeah. So it'll mean like you've got a. I wonder if this game would be rated R <laughs> next year. Maybe. <laughs> well, that's it, simulated gambling if you're showing a slot machine. It only looks like a slot machine. Yeah. It's just like three little squares. Like a simulation of one. It doesn't. <laughs> I'm gonna get a job at the ratings board. And <laughs> ruin video games. It doesn't like. Yeah, you don't yeah, interact well, with like it. in um, what was it called? Fucking that Final Fantasy VII prequel thing. What's that called? Cri- no, Crisis Core. Yeah, Crisis mm. Core. That had a similar thing. Oh right? yeah, of yeah. The, the, yes, where it's like you're not interacting with it, but yeah. it is. That's the way it's showing that it's randomizing it. Yeah. So it might be yeah, three knives and a sun. So it'll mean you got to hit. The, you got three turns until this special attack happens. If you can hit it twice, you know, with a knife two times, and then do a sun effect thing on it. That'll negate the attack. Yeah, right. And, well, and each time you're clocking one of them off, it's weakening it. But you've yeah. got that number of moves too, and so you might have, you might end up unlocking a special move that is a that uses your knife, but it has the element of the sun attached to it, so you can knock off two of them. And it's also got the like. Uh, do you have to do them in order, or no, no, just no, okay, whenever no. you get to them, and like it's also got the um, the sort of the timing thing of if you hit a. At the right time as you attack, you'll do two jabs. So you might be able to knock off two of the knife icons in the one move if you time it properly. It's cool. It's like it gives it that little bit of not just picking your strongest attack that you ever have and using that to wipe out the enemies. You'll sort of have your little strategy and then that comes up and, you know, you might have just – you can sort of save up your energy points and attach them to your melee attack and – and like infuse them with the element, so you might have just done that, and then someone starts doing their special attack, and you're like, "Oh, I should have held on to that because right. I actually could have knocked some of that off." So it kind of they appear, and then it kind of makes you sort of pivot your strategy and kind of think differently about what you were planning to do in the battle. It's cool. It's kind yeah. of yeah. It's that sort of um. It's kind of it was a similar-ish thing in Octopath Traveler that I really liked the like limit break kind of thing that you can do mm-hmm. in that. Um, but it's it's cool. It's got great uh, great style. Yeah. Um, cool world building. Um, I think it's pretty long. I you know often with these things, it's like who knows if that holds up over the entire campaign. But I've seen people say about twenty five fish hours. Yeah. Or right. Something. So kind of short for for. Like I think that's a good length, yeah, but like absolutely. for for the scale that so many RPGs and stuff is this year included, yeah, have been doing. It's a perfect. I mean, yeah, I I not everything 
in this genre has to be 100 hours. No. <laughs> in fact, yeah, most of them could benefit from a lot of editing. But, yeah, that's kind of a neat little uh, – uh, and, yeah, I hear it's it stays pretty consistent yeah. all the way through from people who finished it. And I think they've just said that they are going – they are working now on the DLC for it that is going to link it more cohesively oh. with, the, with, with what is happening in The Messenger because they – if you saw these two separately, you would not guess that they're the no. same dev or the same world or universe at all. No. Because they're completely different time spans. So it's cool to see how they're going to sort of mm. link the mythology of both of them into each other. Yeah. But, um, yeah, if you like a good old-fashioned turn-based JRPG, uh, this is, yeah, this is really, really good. I, I thought the music especially stood out as like, like... A class stuff mm. like this isn't, and you like it takes. I think it takes a lot for me, maybe more so than you guys, to buy into a pixel art, sixteen bit style throwback game. You yep. know, like Fair my enough. my favorite genres genre is like third person action game from the PS3 onwards. You right. Know? Yeah, right. yeah. Um, but this one, it hit a weird nostalgia thing. That I don't even necessarily have for Chrono Trigger. Like, I played mm. it, I remember it, but it's not my favourite game. But right. something about it, the presentation was just really good. It's very charming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, they really, yeah, they haven't just done it. They've they've really thought about, like, their own version of that world. And yes. And what they like yeah. about that. And, yeah, because you're right, the pixel art stuff is, it's also, it's just so dime a dozen yeah. at this point. Like, there's so fucking many of them for a yeah. lot of reasons but like so it's hard for one to really like elevate itself but uh, uh this is another one that's on game pass as well yes so yeah um yeah worth a look absolutely i want to get around to that at some point it's it sounds good but let me tell you my favorite genre i don't get in the but just the game dark souls yeah turns out it's maybe my favorite <laughs> genre <laughs> yeah um, well i think that is going to do us for this week bunch right? of recos yeah bunch of recos. Yeah, resident yeah. evil 4 remake separate ways thumb up Mm-hmm. Eliza P, thumb up. Mm-hmm. I've got two thumbs up today. Yeah, yeah. one Sea for the stars. fucking uh, ratings board as well. Oh yep. yeah, I got to find another hand. Starfield, thumbs up. Yep. Super Mario Wonder, secret preview, thumbs hey, up. A tentative thumb up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I might turn it around like Caesar yeah. at some That's point. That's true. Yeah, I reserve yeah. that right. My tongue might stick out. Yeah. Imagine hating the full thing. <laughs> uh, imagine loving the demo and yeah. then being spun completely around on the full game. Well, it may happen. It so could happen. Stay tuned. Don't uh, stop listening to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Leave your radio where it is. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, come see us at PAX if yeah. you're going to be there. 9 p.m. on the Saturday at the Galar Theatre. Uh, filthycasuals.com.au. Get on the Patreon. Get a bonus different show that we do every week. Yes. Uh, listen to that where we talk about movies and TV shows. If and you sign up today... Then tomorrow in your little Patreon inbox, you'll get us uh, talking about a movie that comes out that day, I think. The mm. Creator. Yeah, yep. when is the release? Sure. I think maybe. it's that. It's this, this week, yeah. Yeah, this week. So, uh, yeah, we, we go, went to a media screening for The Creator. So, we'll talk about that and a bunch of other shit that we uh, consume that's not video games. Yes. Get on the YouTube and look at all our videos and stuff. we got tons of shit up there. So much. Thanks very much for listening. We'll see you next time. And as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals. Oh, I've been thinking about it and I don't have one. Oh, Daddy's I'm so tired today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll give me a break. We <laughs> <laughs> I really tried, I promise. 
mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.